Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 6th of June, 2019. This is The Gap, episode 470. I'm Luke Laurie, Joe Bure is here, and we're back in our usual recording seats this That's week. That's true. Back in our usual setup. Well, I'm here. Yeah. So uh, your cats are here, or there, behind you. They are, yes. One oh, of them. Okay. I can only see one of them. The second one is just off screen. Ah. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, not not hitting its marks. Sorted out whichever no. one you are. Um, um, I'm back. Yep, back from from San Fran. Yep. I um, one thing to complain about. Go. It's going to seem a bit like nitpicky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm there. Extremely nitpicky. Okay. I uh, so I went over there in business class. Oh my there God. on the way back. No, nah, you're fucked already. You're already fucked. <laughs> yeah, this this is not going to end anyway good for me at all. I'm just going to sound like the biggest And my caviar! It should be chilled to a, a good 11 degrees, but it was easily a 13. And the spoon they gave me, it just wouldn't do for my first class trips to San Francisco. It wasn't first class, it was business. Sure, There's a difference sure, between sure. first and business, Job? There's functionally no fucking difference between first class and business because I don't get to fly either. <laughs> They're both still two fucking rungs up the ladder further than what I'm allowed to fly, so fuck <laughs> you. Yep. <clears throat> um, kids. Specifically, tiny toddlers that are under the age of two should not be allowed in business. That should be a rule. Like... I get yep. that fucking people have spent a lot of money to generally be up there and be comfortable and, uh, you know, maybe try and get some sleep on a plane. Yeah. Um, but when you have a, a tiny baby yep. that just is screaming the entire time, uh. that seems like a problem to me. Um, now, I am a, I'm pretty good on planes. Like, I generally will sleep the whole thing. I don't have a pro- I like I didn't have a problem with it. But- I know. I don't what are you even doing in business class? They could fucking literally just chuck you they could put you on those fucking travelators that they do for the luggage and just fucking stow you with the rest of the fucking luggage and it wouldn't make any fucking difference to your experience. You, a business class seat is wasted on you. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It is. Fuck. Anyway, yeah, so you didn't have any problem. So, no, I don't have any problem, like, personally dealing with that. Like, it wasn't that bad um, Mm. for me, but, like, I feel bad for the other people around me. Yeah, I can imagine. That have spent, like, tons of money to fucking do all this stuff, and they've got a screaming kid up there. Um, To me, that seems like... Did anyone say anything or anything? Um, Nobody said anything, no. Yeah. But at one stage, as they were getting off the plane, someone asked how old... (laughs) this kid was uh, yeah. gauging the interest and I overheard they did that thing where they're like oh it's 20 months I'm like just say fucking nearly two alright yeah yeah fuck why, you gotta work why it out do they head. Ca- why do they count it in months uh, I don't know like that's pretty I guess it changes right the size of their clothing changes sure until they're about two or something is that what it is neither of us have kids if that's not one thousand percent fucking obvious at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I guess yeah, it must be a sizing thing. I, I assume. Hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, that twenty months. That's. I always find that to be like it. Always really bums me out because I know like I 
I have to do the fucking uh, pressure equalization thing every mm. time. Like, if, if I go up in the air, if I go fucking more than a meter underneath the water, I got to fucking, my ears are excruciating. But, like, babies can't do that. They can't do that. They can't communicate that, as far as they can tell, their heads are, like, heads trying to explode. They're like, it's, it's, it'd be a pretty fucked experience for a baby, sure. I imagine. Yeah. Uh, like, otherwise, from a baby's perspective, I assume flight would be pretty much just business as usual right like sleep suck some titties sleep again right sure except for yeah suddenly your ears are trying to explode and and everything's painful and that'd be let it suck that'd yeah. suck pretty well <clears throat> yeah um like I, I i get that you've sometimes these things are unavoidable but like of man course. maybe just go just go down to the the back which like, parent? Which parent has to go sit in the economy with the child, and which one gets to go in business, Luke? Yeah. Which Which uh, one? You fucking that both out. of them. Both of them. Oh, should be oh not, neither of them are allowed in business now. No. Fucking. That's that's. Well, they rough. they should make capsules that you can stick them in, and they're soundproof, and then done. Like that can't be that hard, right? They do I it think- in esports. They can just they <laughs> chuck them in a thing, and you can't hear anything in there. Just do the same thing for little babies. Why don't you, why don't other people do the same thing they do in esports, which is two layers of headphones? You see, everybody. So I think you can't. I think legally you're not allowed to seal a baby in an airtight, soundproof container. It's not. It's not airtight. It's just soundproof. If there's if it's not airtight, sounds getting out. I'm I'm sorry to say. It. All right. Like, just pump that oxygen in it's through an a hole for sound. Like oh. that's in the wall. What and it's just like churning through oxygen. Yeah. Be Is fine. it pure oxygen? Because that would get the if it was pure oxygen, the baby would like get high. Sure. So, I mean, it would expire eventually as well, but you wouldn't hear it. So yeah, it wouldn't matter. It's it's uh, like to me, like I've been obviously go to the movies a lot. Um, hmm. There have been occasions where I've been in a like a loud action movie, and there's some parent in this cinema with a tiny kid like a baby that is screaming the entire time and yep. they obviously can't fucking figure out like oh, why this kid is screaming i have an idea maybe it's because they're fucking in a three-hour movie while there's yep. giant noises playing this person in particular that i remember was in the front row like oh. maybe don't yeah. do that maybe like maybe i get don't. like sometimes make some fucking sacrifices <laughs> yeah i'm like i get maybe you want to see this film but get a babysitter or something so that you, know, you don't have this it's probably not like it can't be good for their fucking kids ears right to be in a, a enormous loud cinema with all these things blasting at you um anyway use some brains mm. i just want to complain about that a little bit not not particularly for me but i just feel bad for other people who spent like ten thousand dollars on a fucking business class ticket Yep. And there's some screaming kid on there. any other complaints about your uh, business class experience uh no, it was actually pretty good. Yeah? <laughs> yeah for the Up to your part. general level of quality there? Yes, it was. Um, yeah, mm. cool. Uh, um, did you go to Nopa in Nopa. San Fran? Yeah. Is it, what is that? It's a restaurant. Have you ever been? I'm assuming no. based on the fact that you don't know what it is, that you haven't. No. When you go back to San Fran... Hmm. Go to Nopa. It's the Do you know where it fucking is? tits. Uh, yeah, it's on google.com. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. 
I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah. Uh, no, it's the fucking. It is the fucking best. Get their pork chops. So uh, the fucking wild as shit. We um Man. the the place we were staying at um was a an Airbnb. And uh, on the little form they had that we got there was like, hey, here's all the things in the local area and whatnot. It was like a um, sort of just outside the city in a quiet area of, of San Fran. And um, like on one of the main streets, there was a, a, a shopping center and a bunch of shops and whatnot, restaurants and a couple of bars um, where I went and watched the basketball a couple of times and whatnot. But yeah, like not a huge sort of town, just like a you know two or three blocks worth of shops, quite smallish. Yeah. And um, in the recommendations, it was like, hey, there's a really good uh, sushi bar that is nearby. Yeah, like that's one of the things you check out. And so, like the first night we got down there, we went to this sushi bar, and the guy's like, it's going to be like an hour and a half wait. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, you have to like leave your number and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were like, no, we're good. We'll We'll uh we'll come back some other time. Uh, mm. We tried another night and it was the same thing. Like, nah, it's an hour an hour awake, and this is like nine o'clock at night. Um, so we left our number and whatnot. It got to like thirty minutes. I'm like, fuck it, let's go somewhere else. And so the the last night we were there, we got down there at about six o'clock. Um, it was same deal like yep hour and a half away like it wasn't a huge place it was quite small but every time we got there there was people lining up for this like place it was the only place that you went past and it was like busy as shit yeah. and um we eventually were like went to the bar next door and we're like popping in and out every once in a while to go check how long because we had international numbers right but they couldn't really you know, you know, it's not really fair for them to fucking call us and be like, hey, come on, whatever. So we kept popping in every once in a while to see how long the wait was. And uh, we, I'm standing out front and eventually I'm like looking at the table that's like outside and, and I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, I know this guy from somewhere. Um, it was Tim Schafer from Double oh. Fine, the obviously old school game developer that made like, uh, worked on a bunch of Monkey Island games and old school like classic LucasArts games. Yep. Um, super super random just sitting there eating with his family uh, and cool. eventually so anyway we eventually get into this this uh, sushi bar and it's pretty fucking good um, oh. it was e- expensive <laughs> sure. but it seemed like uh, you know when, you're, when your demand is that good uh, you can probably afford to put your prices up a little bit yep. uh, and people seem to pay but yeah it was pretty pretty amazing sushi cool yeah awesome um what else did I do? Where I was, was that? Uh, I don't know. I told you the restaurant to go to, and you what? You're not going to tell me where to go I don't want to say where it was. Amazing. Okay, fine. Casey lives around that area. I don't know. What? You're afraid people are going to go stalk Tim Schafer? <laughs> if Maybe. you are going to go stalk Tim Schafer, right, tell him the brutal agent was shit. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, uh, what else did I do? I went, I went and saw two movies over there, Brightburn and Godzilla. Um, Godzilla I saw at Alamo Alamo Drafthouse which is uh, basically a cinema that will um, kick fucking people out for talking or being on their phone like they have like a one warning policy whereas like if I go to Hoyts and say hey this person's on their phone or sorry event cinema they just don't do anything about it because they don't give a shit Um, so these are my people basically yeah and um so I watched that there and they've got this system where they, yeah, they basically like a card system that 
you can write down your order during the film and you sort of put it in a thing and they come past and bring you drinks or food or snacks or whatever which is pretty cool um yep. i guess the only bit that's kind of distracting for some people about that is like there's people always turn people their fucking light lamp on so they can read the menu and shit well the lamps are always on you just gotta like if you put your thing down there it kind of oh well the one i went to, i think the one in texas that i went to you can turn them off no, I don't think they were turning them off. I think they were turning, like, the, like moving the head. Right. Like, it wasn't fixed in place. And so people were, like, turning the head so they could see other things. But it's basically just shining fucking torch. Sure. In this dark-ass cinema. Yeah. Uh, so that was annoying. But maybe... Or, oh, alternatively, that was two years ago. So maybe they've just and maybe fixed... Changed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it's yeah. one of those things where you got to kind of toss up between: Do you want people talking and being on their phone, or are you okay with people like wait staff walking in front of you, dropping off food for the person next to you, whatever? Because yeah. um, that can be, uh, I guess, distracting as well. And I guess there's got to be a better way they can sort of do that because it definitely is something you notice, <laughs> like when someone walks in front of you constantly with food. If like if. Because the one where I went and saw John Wick 2, that was in San Fran. Sure. Uh, that one seemed like it was spaced out enough that you didn't really notice. But on the other hand, there were only three people in the screening of John Wick 2. So This was pretty full yeah, when right. I was at. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what it was. There like was they no had re- like, like the- 15 to 20 people wait staffing in this. <laughs> oh, really? Fucking hell. The yeah. two times I've been at Alamera Draft House, uh, it was three people for John Wick 2 and I was the only person in midnight special uh there was nobody else in that fucking screening yeah so it was pretty much that was a pretty that was pretty good uh it's a decent movie but uh good experience having an entire cinema to myself sitting there right and occasionally someone would walk past and see that i hadn't put anything in my fucking thing walk away sure yeah um so yeah we saw that and the other one was brightburn at mm-hmm. amc which is like a big regular event yeah, style chain, chain um, yeah. and the one in I don't know if you've been to that one but it's they've got like 15 to 20 cinemas in there um, is this the at the Westfield in Sanford it's not at the Westfield but it's next to it yeah 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 okay um, I know it I haven't been right and um, yeah it's it's huge it's like there's so many cinemas in there but there's they've got like a Dolby um, theater which I didn't get to go in the one I went in was just like a regular standard cinema but it was really nice like it had reclinable seats um it wasn't huge it was uh i don't know maybe 10 to 12 rows back and whatever like it was quite small in terms of a cinema but they had giant like reclinable seats and whatnot screen was amazing sound was amazing everybody was really good no No phones out no talking which was surprising because it's a Brightburn is a um, uh, like a horror film or, yep. or like a you know a darker film um, yep. and so I was surprised there wasn't people like yelling and shit like that um, so that was pretty good because I'm surprised there wasn't people yelling as well because I yelled uh, in Brightburn <laughs> at one particular scene uh, with an eyeball oh yeah a, oh yeah. my god I mean that was that was, like there was definitely that sort of thing but it wasn't people talking throughout the entire yeah, film. Yeah, like yeah, people yeah. were like, holy shit, like when that was happening. Um, yeah, that movie does like gore really well. It, it does yeah. some things where 
at one point, I'm like, if I do not see this thing happen, I'm going to be so disappointed in this film. And they actually do it. I'm like, fuck yes, <laughs> that's amazing. I'll talk. I'll talk about that later with, with you. But um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, surprisingly, I talked to somebody when I was over there, and they were like, yeah, nobody does like the talking on their phone in San Fran. Like, it's not a thing that yeah, happens. Yeah. So sweet. They're um, they're like, oh, it doesn't really matter if you go to Alamo or if you go to, um, you know. AMC, whatever. It's just not like pretty, like San Fran and very respectable in terms of cinema going experiences. I don't know. Maybe that's just what they experience. But I'm like, every time I go to cinema, I'm always yelling at somebody to turn their fucking phone off or true. Um, do something. We were, I went to the movies last night for um, Sydney Film Festival started and mm. there was someone behind me that left their phone on and was getting uh, some messages. Wow. Um, it wasn't that was the first Sydney Film Festival film festival that I've been to where the cinema wasn't full it yeah, was really? quite empty this one oh. what um, film was it <clears throat> it's called Depraved cool uh, it, I didn't like it I thought it was terrible okay. my partner thought it was terrible oh, and okay. uh, I got because the guy was like hyping it up and shit mm. and um, that's his job isn't it <clears throat> yeah no but I looked on like so like the internet and apparently this dude was like he's a like, sort of like a famous indie horror filmmaker and the film's reviewed pretty well um and then he's i got, looked i looked at yeah. the guy's picture and i'm like i know that guy from somewhere and it's the guy that wrote until dawn oh the guy that directed and wrote it and i um i'm like he should just stick to making video games because <laughs> i really like that one um, I have never watched, as far as well, based off a quick Google, I haven't watched anything he's in. Uh, it's got 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, but it's got 3.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. That's, you don't usually see that kind of split. It's, a, it's like a reimagining of Frankenstein, um, but I guess right. I'm like, the entire time I'm like, oh, this is going to have some sort of big, like, twist or, like, it's going to do something different, but it doesn't really do anything different. It's very, like, true to, <laughs> I guess, that story. Right. Um, just sort of an updated version of it. But anyway. Mm. Um, so, yeah. San Fran, what else did I do? Um, went to a bunch of aquariums, museums, and whatnot. Uh, yeah, it was good. I got back here, and the weather was shit. Like, yeah. eight degrees. Mm. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome, uh, pretty, welcome pretty chilly. Yeah, that was my experience coming back from Perth as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I went to a Brightburn in Perth at one of their cinemas there. Um, they've got like a fucking... It was in the premiere version of their cinema. Like, sure. Uh, I guess the gold class version. And it's got the same setup as um, Alamo Draft House. Okay. Uh, people come through. Like you write down your order on a piece of paper and people come through uh, and have a look and stuff and bring you food and stuff. That's cool. Um, but yeah. Well, what what company was it? For the life of me, I can't remember. You don't know? All right. No. It was, seemed like the only only show in town in Perth. So, uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, I was a fan mm-hmm. uh, of the cinema. I mean, not of the film. So much. I, uh, I didn't mind it. Like, I thought it was average. My partner really liked it. I think my problem was I had pretty high expectations going in. Yep. And that was kind of where she didn't really... She didn't know anything about it. No expectations. Mm. So, 
Um, but in saying that, I think that the film, like, it hit those marks of, like, gore shit and sort of, like, things that you really want to see from a, you know, a, a, a bad Superman story, I guess, or an evil Superman story. <laughs> see, that's the thing, right? So... If you jump on letterboxd.com slash Joby, yeah. you can read. I've been writing I've been writing a review of every film, every new film that I've seen this year. With spoilers. Doing, yeah, it's always spoilers. Yeah. Uh, but it's I, I always mark it for spoilers so I don't have to fucking worry about not spoiling shit. But if you were to go on there, essentially, you don't have to go there anymore. But uh, because I'm telling you all the details, basically my problem right with the film is that it doesn't do anything that i haven't seen done before yeah except for the facts that so mildest of spoilers for brightburn it is what if superman was bad yeah right yeah that's uh, the premise yeah that's the premise right uh so f- it, but it does it from the perspective of like the Smallville Superman, yeah. right? The young Superman uh, before he's become a superhero or anything, and that's probably the only truly interesting thing that Brightburn does with that that I haven't seen before because I haven't seen a, a, a young super like Superman go bad hmm. before. Uh, it's always been much later on. Uh, you know when he's when when like he's got bad kryptonite or something yeah yeah um well like you know irredeemable uh i list i list a bunch of them in my review but basically the the my problem is they didn't do anything terribly interesting with that concept and they were so busy focusing on the results of his evil Hmm. that, that i felt like they never really like that they had to skimp pretty heavily on like what actually showing him do doing stuff right which like it the, a lot of the time the action was some figure moving in the like moving too fast or almost too fast for anyone to see like two frames of superman yeah. of, of brightburn um zipping across the fucking thing yeah and then the results you see the results in gory excruciating detail which is great for a horror film uh, and i'm i'm you know i'm really appreciating the attention to gore uh it, that, it does some <laughs> it <just> yeah. places <laughs> yeah but you're seeing it more and more in games as well like uh fucking uh that S. Craig, Craig Zala uh, did Walk Among the Two... No, 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 he did Bone Tomahawk, my bad. And uh, fucking some other movie that I watched recently that I can't remember, Vince Vaughn and Dragged Across Concrete. Um, Wedding Crashes. He does those ones. Hey? What? Wedding Crashes. Wedding Crash, that's what it was, yeah. And the Goring Wedding Crashes was primo. Um, no, uh... Yeah, like, but you are seeing people focus a lot more on gore instead of, uh, we're not, like, cutting away as fast as possible, and we're seeing less of the CGI blood, which I think, obviously, uh, improvement, huge improvements have been made in that area, but uh, you can still occasionally really fucking tell when it's CGI blood, uh, like, yeah. just small things, uh, whereas practical effect blood... Uh, you, you can absolutely tell when they go for that, and hmm. um, yeah, 
Brightburn. Yeah, it, it seems like it spent all its budget on, on the gore and nothing on yeah Superman doing things, which I think is a real mistake in terms of, in horror terms, you know, because it doesn't really link. We only know that Superman is doing these things because it is, we infer it, you know, we, we make the connection based on many fucking context clues, uh, where like most of the time he is not seen doing things. He's nowhere to be seen. Like I'm thinking of one specific scene in, in particular, um, where he drops something, right? Mm. But he drops it and he's off, like he's off screen when it's dropped, right? It's, it's like, he's already zipped away to somewhere else. Right. And all we see is in gory fucking detail, the results. And I just think, yeah, I I just think it's a really poor way to, to tell that story. Uh, And then add to that, the fact that, yeah, I've seen so much of of it before and, and they didn't do anything particularly new at all with the concept mm. it, it is literally just the like most basic variant yeah of what if superman went bad yeah <laughs> here it is <laughs> that's it there's nothing else to it that's the whole fucking thing yeah it's cool from that perspective but yeah i am too much of a fucking dc comic stalk yeah to to just be cool with it it stopping there yeah, yeah like ending at that but yes anyway i'd watch it like i would recommend people watch it if you're okay with gore obviously you got to be okay with gore because it's fucking hairy yeah uh but yeah like otherwise i'd recommend people watch it i just don't yeah if you're a comic book fan i think it'll be more interesting as a explorer like as a fucking intellectual pursuit than it will be as a fucking comic fan uh as a comic film sure yeah yeah. yeah, and that's why I thought it was kind of, yeah, it was, like, yeah. I thought it was average, fine, because my mm. expectations were, I was really excited to see that film. Um, yeah, me too. But, anyway. Speaking of uh, comic book shit, before we talk about video games. Sure. Uh, I've been watching uh, DC Universe shows. Right. Because Swamp Thing came out last week, hmm. so I decided to take advantage of my lifetime subscription to Getflix. Uh, which doesn't work for Netflix anymore unless you actually actively VPN through it, which is a mad, mad pain in the dick because uh, even then it doesn't work half the time. Well, what's... Okay, yep. Um, anyway, to get access to the DC Universe streaming uh, service because mm-hmm. they've got all their shows on, on there. Yep. And they did Titans, right? was on Netflix in Australia. Yes, but uh, the spin-off show, Doom Patrol, hmm. uh, I did not see on Netflix in Australia. I could not find it. Okay. Uh, and Swamp Thing came out last week. And so I wanted to watch Doom Patrol. I wanted to watch uh, The End of Titans. And I want to watch uh, Swamp Thing. So mm-hmm. I decided I'd check it out. And uh, yeah, Swamp Thing's fucking garbage. It is so fucking bad, it drives me fucking insane. It is... It it does all the fucking... It's like they've never seen the last 30 years of fucking horror films. Uh, So, at best, they've got The Thing, right? Obviously, 
No question, one of the greatest fucking horror movies of all times. I'm not, I'm not dis, ditch, sorry, dissing the fucking thing, but is this 2014's right? the thing. <laughs> it fucking isn't. <laughs> that was on TV the other day. Uh, it must have been. I must have been in LA. Uh, sorry, WA when it was when it was on because I don't watch like I don't have my fucking antenna plugged in. So I must have switched on the TV to get the weather update while I was in WA because we didn't have fucking. Couldn't get on the fucking. I didn't have signal the entire time I was in Exmouth. It was fucking wild. Sorry, 2011 is um, the thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like it's it's this snowy fucking thing. I'm like, I know this, I know this movie. And then uh, the dude from fucking what's he from? He's from one of those teen comedies. Uh, anyway, he, he walks through the fucking shop. I'm like, oh, this is the fucking thing. Fuck you. Turn it off. Um, yeah, no, the original, the thing it's so Swamp Thing does all that body horror shit from the thing. It does it really fucking good. Uh, it's like real fucking good. Like shit's bursting out of fucking dead bodies and like tendrils everywhere. And it's fucking scary as fuck. That's awesome. Uh, but everyone in it makes the dumbest fucking moves like possible. Everyone in it makes the dumbest fucking moves possible. It is like they are deliberately trying to write uh like a horror where everyone is the fucking dumbest cunt alive yeah. and it's so infuriating i can't i can't do it um, i watched one episode i'm not going to watch any more uh, i'm that angry with it it just and i don't like the leading characters so it doesn't fucking matter to me um titans fucking awesome um really cool if you're into dc comics um doom patrol is flat out the best comics the best comics TV show I've seen almost ever hmm. like I aside from might, Arrow aside from of course Arrow Elicity Forever um and DC's Legends of Tomorrow another classic <laughs> uh no uh seriously Doom Patrol's fucking amazing it is the fucking best and I don't know how you would watch it in Australia, except for my ver- variation of getting the DC Universe, which is a pain in the crotch, or that Yar version uh, that the Australians resort to for fucking everything. Yeah, because uh, I can't, I can't, I could not find it anywhere else. Uh, but it's fucking the best. Everyone should watch Doom Patrol. It drives me bananas that nobody's watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to look. I can't. Yeah. See anything. You won't find it. I had a, I had, I had a pretty good look. Um, yeah. Thinking buy it on iTunes. Maybe. Yeah, most likely. But yeah, that's... Fuck that shit. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Watch Doom Patrol. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I keep trying to bring myself to watch Chernobyl. Yeah, everyone's been talking about it. Yeah, uh, apparently it's like depressing as fuck, so I don't know if I can do it. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Cool. So, Doom Patrol. Watch Doom Patrol. All right. Here's that's your it. movie and TV section. That's it. That's what you tune in for. <laughs> um, uh, only because we don't have a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, it is it's the true. week before E3. Hmm. And... Uh, yeah, it's 
it's that sort of week. Nothing's happening. Uh, let's talk about some games. I'll, I'll quickly talk about uh, Doomsday. Quick uh, brief update about that, um, which is a, a mobile idle game that I've been playing on the iPhone over the last and, and two I've weeks. Been playing now. Yeah, um, I was talking about last week how uh, you know I was kind of at a point where I'm really in- interested to see sort of what the end game is of it and um, like how it sort of changes and whatnot. And unfortunately, it doesn't <laughs> really change up that much. Um, so I think once you've seen that first level, it's kind of really all the game has to offer um, yeah. in terms of variety of what's going on. Because I'm at the second last stage at the moment, or what I consider to be able to see as the second last stage. And it's really come down to a bit of a, a, a halt in terms of progress at the moment. But... Yeah. Um, it's from what I've seen so far, it hasn't really changed in variety of like what you're doing. You're basically just building rooms and uh, and going from one stage to another. Um, so yeah, how how sort of far along are you into it now? Uh, I'm at the second last stage. Yeah, uh, I currently have one point one sextillion uh, monies. Right, and I have stalled out. I can't complete the second stage. I can't get the last fucking room on the second stage because I can't seem to get enough mutants. So, if you didn't listen last week, basically it's a clicker game. Uh, when you prestige uh, all the humans that work for you in your bases, in your many bases, um, yep. get turned into mutants, and you start over, and and you basically you've got a bonus yeah uh, for each mutant so at the moment I've got 176% bonus for each mutant I got 13.62 sextillion uh, mutants and yeah I've stalled the fuck out man like I I can't actually make enough like I, I'm not making more humans hmm. uh, because I can't make enough money to actually like make more humans to make more humans you're going to make more rooms i can't make more rooms or upgrade rooms uh without money and i can't make money uh without making more humans and yeah so yeah. i'm in a bit of a bit of a tricky spot right so i'm basically stalled all the way out I've so got- you've got gold that you can spend on um roomies they're called and also yep. like bonuses um yep. i guess boosts so have you done much of that sort of stuff yet I got two coin cloners to get like so I spent sixty gold on coin cloners. Yep. And uh Yeah, that's it. Right. Uh and I've got how many fucking roomies? I've got thirty three of sixty roomies. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. I'm at I think twenty something, let me check. I haven't played like it sounds like you've been fucking on it the entire time. Well um, <laughs> it's very easy to uh like when I'm watching TV, uh, <laughs> yeah, have a you do the ad shit. Like you get fucking mad, mad fucking bonuses out of the ad shit. So uh, yeah. I'll just hit an ad and then continue to watch TV and not watch my phone and not watch the ad. Um, yeah, that's the. So yeah, I've been getting fuck tons out of that. That's been pretty good, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, it so, might be while I'm stalled out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, man, I um I, I like. Bit disappointed because I think it's one of the bet like better looking games that I've played. It's yeah. definitely like the art style's fantastic, yeah. Um, and like they've got a good sort of initial gameplay. Like it feels good to play, 
Yeah. But there's just not really a lot of depth to it. It doesn't seem like at the moment. Unless no. unless there's something at the end that kind of missing. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem like there will be. Yeah. Uh I I, I don't see how it could because there doesn't seem to yeah, it doesn't really seem to have uh the availability. Yeah. Um yeah. Which yeah. is a bummer. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Oh well. So I like yeah, I enjoyed it for the week whatever that I was sort of yeah. in on it, but yeah. Yep. Ditto. Oh well. At least I didn't spend any money. Um Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. Oh also you get an you get extra gold if you connect it to Facebook. Did you do that? I sure did. <laughs> nah, oh, no. So I connected to Facebook and anyone on your friend, like who you're friends with on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, if they're playing, you get extra gold from them a day as well. So I got fucking tons of gold coming in. From who? Who else is playing this game? Random friends on my Facebook. Right. I'm not adding it. No. Like family stuff. Um, but yeah, you're missing out. <laughs> missing out on free gold, baby. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's I'm done with it. I think uh, the the new game that I play instead is called uh, what? Crossword Quiz. Crossword Quiz, and it is a. Did you talk about this last week? Maybe did I? I think you did because I have. I did. I yeah. think I looked it yeah. up. Yeah, I played it a lot. Uh, and yeah, Order Chess. I'm still playing Order Chess. Actually put my story my, my breakdown of order chess up hmm. on Red Bull uh, and it's pretty good uh, although uh, woefully under publicized as with a lot of my work on Red Bull so cool um, yeah alright moving on let's talk about Trover Saves the Universe sure let's, let's talk about this fucking whiskey I'm drinking first Balvenie I'd never had it before hmm. but it's fucking amazing Anyway, Trover Saves the Universe. Uh, Rick and Morty creator Justin Roiland uh, has made his his company Squanch Games with a VP at Epic Games, whose name I can't remember. Um, so they've got this, so this company called Squanch Games, and uh, this is a VR platformer. Where everyone sounds like Rick or Morty, basically. <laughs> he can do uh, two voices. He can do two voices. <laughs> but he can voices. do them really well. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's nailed those two voices. Um, yeah, no, it's got, it's absolutely got his sort of comedy in it. Uh, like that style of comedy that I, I guess he's known for at this point. Uh, that sort of absurd, um, like filthy, sort of in your face sort of shit. Uh, it's 100% all over that shit. Uh, like, uh, it starts off with, uh, you sitting in your room and there's a TV show about, um, this husband and wife who are getting divorced because the wife won't turn her chair by pushing the right thumbstick to the right once. Mm. Uh, cause you play it with a VR headset, but on a controller, I believe you can play it without the headset but yeah I think I'm playing can. it in I'm playing it in VR and um yeah his wife won't press right on the thumbstick to turn a chair and he hates it 
and he hates that she won't do this and that's the tutorial is them talking through that kind of shit uh which is ultra dumb but uh entertaining and yeah that's basically that's basically the game it's actually a really like satisfying platformer to play um use you sort of you teleport to different places as so you don't play as trofa you're the fucking cherry guy or some person cherry cherry person uh you're a cherry person and trova is cherry as in like a seat or or yeah or a cherry seat yeah everyone everyone in your universe uh they're either walkers or they're cherries right Uh, you're a cherry and trova's a walker and so trova will walk over to a teleport spot and then you can teleport to him uh and that's basically how like it's each level is broken up into these sort of micro sections uh and you can use information that you get from one segment uh in the next so you might see you're trying to collect these uh as he explains in great depth as trover explains in great depth he's got these two like power pals Mm. uh that he puts in his eyes and the red ones give him health and the blue ones uh allow him to to do things uh and if you collect a bunch of green ones uh then he really likes that because you know that that actually makes him feel like he's achieving something in this game uh in in this world and he's got some skin in the game and also uh it gets him really really fucking high and he really wants to get high if he can just put the green things and it goes on and on about how high they get him uh for quite some time um quite some time and so yeah you can find more green things you might see i might be at point a i can see a green power pal uh up to the right and i won't be able to actually collect it until i get to point c so when i teleport around segment c uh then i can go get that but i have to remember where that green dude is and uh yeah, you got to collect all the green dudes, not for any reason except for Trova explains in explicit detail that if you don't collect all the green things, then fuck you, you're a real piece of shit, fuck you, it's, it's the only thing he asks from you, he just wants to get high, etc, etc. Mm-hmm. What you're actually trying to do is this dude came and stole your dogs and put the dogs in his eyes and now he's going to use those dogs in his eyes to kill the universe and that's roughly the game um but yeah so it's i don't know how else how much like more there is to explain about it really sure it's it's dumb it's dumb but it's a good platformer sure it works well in vr what why is it why does it benefit vr uh it works well in vr because like I, I haven't played it outside of VR yet, so sure. I'm not sure if it's significantly better in VR. But it works well in VR yeah. because you are sort of casually looking around right. uh, at whatever is in in the environment, and so you are noticing these extra little things that perhaps I figure if you were not in VR, you'd have your regular ninety degree field of view, mm-hmm. one hundred and ten degree field of view, and you wouldn't necessarily see as much stuff unless you were diligent about turning at each like 
turning your uh, seat to the right mm-hmm. by pressing on the right thumbstick. Uh, yeah, if you're diligent about that and searching out every single fucking spot, uh, then yeah, you might actually, um, I guess, like have a better time just playing on a screen. But because you're sort of the way we move in real life is not. We we don't sit there rigidly staring in one space uh, with blinkers on, Hmm. right? Uh, We're able to peripherally see a lot of stuff and take in a lot of information just by glancing around. That, yeah, that's why VR tends to... I don't know, like, it it makes it feel a little bit easier to take in more information, which I think, yeah, works well. I don't know if it's better, right? It does work well. Um, The other thing is, I'm quite early in the game... um, because I only got it this morning. Um, but the other thing is there was a puzzle. Uh, there was a puzzle where I had to... It started me out and I had to press a button. And then it did one of those, like... Depending on which... There was three buttons. And I had to turn them all, like, green. And, like, two were red. And depending on which button I would press, uh, it would change two of the other ones. You know what I'm talking about? Like yep. the, So I'd press the right one and the left two buttons would change colors, which would change because the leftmost one was green already. It would change to red and the middle one would change to, um, to green, Mm -hmm. right? So if I press the middle one, that's now green, all three of them switch at the same time. So now the two on the outside are green and the middle one's red. And so I got to work out the puzzle that allows all of them to turn green. And so I do that, and then it, I go all the way to the, like, there's one more puzzle that I've got to work out. And it's a grid of nine of the exact same thing, and Trover, Trover jumps in, and he's like, what the fuck is this shit? Why the fuck would they do this? This is just bad fucking level design. I fucking hate this shit. These, this is just lazy development. Fuck this shit. Come back down here. Come back down here. And then he just bashes through the door instead, just chops his way through. Mm. That was quite funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's 40 bucks. And I don't know how long it is. Right. So I will come back to you next week with a more robust summation as to whether or not it's worth the money. But so far, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's, um, uh, yeah, because I've been reading up on the new Oculus Quest um, oh, yeah. headsets and... Uh, a lot of the complaints about that is not necessarily the hardware, but like the price of games right, being yeah. like, there's already a high barrier of entry to to get this hardware because mm. it's, you know, upwards of five, six hundred dollars to a thousand plus, depending on what region you're in. And yeah. uh, and then you go and get a game and the games are, you know, 50 bucks because <laughs> yeah. they're obviously not selling as many as, you know, elsewhere. Um so yeah, that's just like one thing where it's kind of an area that needs to be looked at, I guess. Or yeah, it's it's strange. It's one of those things that will correct itself over time. You know, like it, it will manage like to find the correct level uh, eventually. But for now, I think yeah, early adopters are just going to have to suck up a higher price point, which kind of sucks because yeah, the price to actually get in is already pretty fucking high. Right. Sort of like uh sort of like when you go to a ritzy club, right? 
and you're like, there's a, there's a fucking cover charge, and you're like, fucking cover charge, you fucking kidding me, and you get inside, and all the drinks are like 14 bucks, and you're like, the fuck is this shit, I paid fucking 50 bucks to get in here, and now all the drinks are 14 bucks, <laughs> where are you fuck going that's got a cover charge, <laughs> I am specifically thinking of Vegas, I'm 1000% right. thinking of Vegas, I don't think I've uh, been anywhere in a while, that yeah, has no, a cover charge, it's very much Vegas. Anyway. I remember like two places in Vegas that I went to, and both of them were like, "Oh no, you're Australian, come on in." Oh no, that's in, yeah, that didn't happen. And I was with a hot girl as well. And worse still, like the fourteen dollar beers were fucking buds, like Bud Lights. Yeah, Bud Lights, and they were in these fucking weird aluminium bottles. Ah, oh, the whole thing was fucked. I was so mad about it. Anyway, hmm. moving on. What's next? Right. Um, I put another game on the list here, Conan Unconquered. Oh, yeah. I left it off there because I forgot about it. Um, so did I. You've played it, though? <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. So this is a, uh, a game from the developers of the original Command & Conquer games, so uh, the, like Westwood Studios. Um, yep. I believe they've got a bunch of devs from that team in there, so they're very familiar with the RTS genre. Um, yeah. And this game in particular is... Like an R- RTS survival game, um, it seems to be heavily based, or it reminds me quite a lot of uh, We Are Billions. Yeah. Which is a game that's... I talked about a while back. I don't know if you ever played it. I never did. Right. But, uh, it is it is what everyone has uh, sort of related it to, uh, this We Are Billions game. Right. Yeah. Because did you give me a code for this, or was, was someone else... I think I gave you the yeah. code, yeah. Because you guys were like, oh, it's from the Command & Conquer guys. And I was thinking RTS and I fired it up. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is not even like remotely what I thought the game was. Uh, yeah, it's not at all what I thought the game was either. So I was as surprised as you were, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I, I come in like fucking... Yeah, it's from the fucking Command & Conquer guys. Like, uh, I don't know what I'm expecting. This is going to be fucking awesome. I'm ready for some fucking... I was expecting... Fucking Conan Generals. That's what I was expecting. I'm going to be honest. I was expecting Conan Generals. Uh, and it was multiplayer. I got you a code. Uh, Nate had a code. Gerald had a code. We had four people who had codes. Hopefully, we could play on the same team as Gerald because he's some sort of fucking wizard. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, he just doesn't have good any other good games to play. So, he gets he's one fucking, game and he's like... No, He's just awful at every other genre that isn't RTSs. I haven't like, played but against he is, him. So. He is a savant at RTS. He would fucking wreck you, man. Oh, let's, he would fucking smash let's you. Let's see. You are like... You're like... Terrible. You're terrible <laughs> at RTSs. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, we're playing Conan. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's co-op. And you, you teamed up together to... Yeah, fights wave after wave of monsters, I guess. Yeah, uh, and it has the worst fucking tutorial. It doesn't have a tutorial. It's got a fucking it's got a splash screen that tells you what everything is. And that's it. Well that's the thing, right? Is that I'm playing this game and I'm I've fired it up and I've I don't know anything about it other than what you guys told me and I thought, oh it's so a RTS game and I'm like how the fuck do I go, like, harvest shit? And I'm slowly, like, working things out. And eventually, I start getting attacked. And I'm like, oh, this is not 
an RTS game. <laughs> this is like we are billions. But, like that's still real time strategy, right? Sure, like, but it's, it's not like a you know, yes, it's not yeah, what you're expecting. It's not yeah, Command it's not and not Conquer the traditional concept of it. Yeah, like it's not Starcraft or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. We the first wave had begun. Uh, we like because Nate and I played a co-op round, right? Uh, and we had to. We had to bash down the first wave with our hero characters. Uh, I had Conan and he had Sonya. Sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we had to bash them down with our hero characters and uh, we mostly had to do the same with uh, wave two as well mm-hmm. because we couldn't work out how to fucking do anything. Yeah. Because, like, like, going back to that, the tutorial, I think, is really bad. The only reason why I knew... Awful sort of what to do is because I'd played a bunch of We Are Billions. And I was like, oh, right. this is basically that. All right, I know what I'm supposed to do. Otherwise, it's, it's literally just um, like three screens of like, here are your HUD elements. That's it. And it then just it's tells like, you go. what your HUD elements are. Yeah. Uh, we, were, we were playing a 10-wave game uh, instead of, I think the default is 20. We were like, we'll just have a short game. Um <laughs> So we're playing a 10-wave game, uh, and we were halfway through wave nine when we worked out how to upgrade anything at all. Okay. Because it was constantly telling us that we could... Oh, if you you build this, you'll be able to upgrade everything. Yeah. And we're like, I don't know how. Eventually, we found these, like, this tiny strip of fucking buttons over on the hard left next to the fucking mini-map, and uh, we could do... We could upgrade... Using one of those buttons, ah. if we individually selected everything. Um, what else? What else? Oh yeah, so uh, we couldn't work out how, to, like, just couldn't ha- work out how to fucking do anything. And every time we like get a basic handle on something, we'd be at some phase where it was introducing a brand new fucking like currency or something. So uh, we like we need wood so that we can make uh, hunter lodges or some shit. And so, uh, how do we make... Okay, so we work out how to make wood by, like, desperately waving our little fucking lumber camp around, trying to find out where the fuck it's green. Eventually, we work out that you can make wood on trees. Makes sense. Fair enough. Fine. Uh, Cool, we got wood. Now, what do we need? Oh, we need more food. All right, but... So, make the hunter camp okay so we've got food we got wood what do we need oh we need population right we can't make anything more if we don't have population yeah uh so we need to make houses so we're making houses uh and then it's like uh oh you need stone you can't you can't upgrade any of your stuff if you don't have stone okay hmm. well we're not really set up very well for stone but i guess we can sort of stretch out and see what we can do uh you know we extend the the base a little bit with a couple of those command flags Mm. just just enough to extend our base anyway so we've got like uh you know by wave eight we've got a pretty good like thing going we've got a fucking base going you know everything's cool uh and then we can't build anything else and we're like why why can't we build anything else we're looking at our resources because it tells you your uh your like what's coming in and what's going out of your resources. And uh, we don't have enough command. 
so you have to make more flags, command flags. Right. So that we can actually have the command points to uh, then have the population to then make anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And fair enough. Let's do that. So we make... We make all these things, and uh, we have to desperately defend them because if they get destroyed, and they're the first things to get attacked in any fucking wave, uh, yeah, we're fucked. So we're desperately defending them. A couple of them get destroyed, but we rebuild them. Everything's cool. We're halfway through level nine. I work out how to upgrade. I upgrade all my fucking houses. Level 9 starts, and they immediately destroy my command things, and because my command things are destroyed, uh, none of my lumber places work anymore or something? I know. At some point, right, all my houses got upgraded to the next tier, and without enough lumber coming in, uh, um, none of my houses worked anymore, so my population was at a massive deficit, Hmm. and so I couldn't build anything. And I spent, apart from the portion of time that I spent desperately trying to defend my stupid fucking base from shit, Mm. uh, I spent the rest of that last, I'd say, five to six minutes that I was alive because we got fucking crushed by the last wave. Like, just walloped. Yeah. Uh, I spent that entire time trying to work out how I was supposed to make make command flags without any wood when I can't make the lumber camps to make wood because all of my houses constantly bleed away the wood. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't lose that game. I feel like the game (laughs) took a win from me. (laughs) I think we probably could have maybe... We probably couldn't... We probably couldn't have beaten Wave 10 even if this hadn't fucked us, but... Because the fucking difference... Between wave nine and wave ten was like, I think it was like three and a half times the units showed sure. up. Yeah, in like in that one wave, it was it was like their their idea of like a short game is like, oh, it's normally twenty waves and we've got a gradual build up. Mm. But if they just want a ten wave game, then we'll have nine waves at normal pace and then on the tenth wave just dump wave twenty on them. That's what it felt like. Honest to God. It felt like just fucking bang. And there's like fucking 16 fucking billion fucking giant spiders. Yeah. And these scorpion cunts and this fucking prince dude who just keeps fucking turning everyone on fire and all this kind of shit. And we're just like, <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> At one point in wave seven, yeah. I think it was, a tornado showed up. And it doesn't I don't know drop. What, it drops good stuff. I think it was just. I think it was just a yeah, a friendly tornado. Yeah, because I had that happen as well, and I'm like, if this is gonna wreck all my shit, I'm gonna quit this game right now. I was like, I'm out. It was like tearing through, <laughs> te- like just like romping over. Because in co-op, you don't control like you control your shit, and the other person controls their shit. Right, and that's it. Right, you cannot. Like you don't share, re- you can you can give them resources, but you don't share resources right. or anything oh, like that. You don't share like houses, nothing like that. So this fucking tornado is just fucking charging through my half of this fucking base. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm never going to be able to re- rebuild any of this stuff. And then it like fucking goes away, and all that's left is like a bunch of chests. I'm like, that seems like it was just a good thing. Like, yeah. 
that 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 was objectively a win for me. Nothing got hurt, and I got a bunch of chests. Yeah. I don't know. I anyway. was so close to fucking quitting because I was like, if this tornado ruins my <laughs> entire get, like RNG tornado just rolls up, I'm done. But then it started dropping chests. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Nate stole like four of the five chests that it dropped. <laughs> okay. So I was too busy fucking. My- I'm like, dude, check this shit. It didn't it look? It just dropped these chest things. He's like, yep, whoop whoop whoop. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It didn't even fucking threaten your half of the fucking base. Get the fuck out of here. No, nah, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. he was about it. He was stealing everything. Uh, anyway, uh, right. what else is there? Oh yeah, in Cobb, anyone who presses the space bar key can pause the game. Oh wow. Okay, that's interesting. Because the, yep. the game relies extremely heavily on, like, micromanaging. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pause and unpause. Yeah. We had some pretty, pretty testy pause wars, uh, I guess you might call them. Uh, because one of us was trying to do something and the other one would pause at an inopportune time. And then, uh, so we'd unpause. But the person who paused, right, was just trying to set up something uh set up some fucking some uh building mm. and so we'd unpause and we'd fuck with their their building scheduling and then so they'd pause again and this went on for quite some time that might have also hurt our chances at winning uh pausing and unpausing non-stop for a couple of minutes at a time but whatever uh it was pretty pretty entertaining um yeah and what else was there think that's it um we did build towers at one point and didn't realize we had to staff the towers right yeah yeah it's pretty good that was a good one um we're like why aren't these towers doing anything oh because they're like bunkers on us yeah (laughs) they're just bunkers excellent um and yeah Hmm. nate trained there's these monsters, these big ass monsters that sort of hang around the map, right? Yep. Uh, mate, Nate trained one of them back to our base. It was pretty good. That was it was a high high moment for, for our stupid little fucking base. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Anyway, people seem to really like it. Oh, I am not a fan. It is. I think it's got mixed rating on. Um, oh yeah it does yeah mixed yeah I'm not a fan at all so it's Uh, it's definitely um I I think if this was to have like an early access tag or something on it then it could get away with some shit yeah but the fact that it's not it's like being sold as a fully finished game it's got some problems because obviously the tutorial is extremely lackluster um Mm. but like in saying that it's got interesting ideas with like taking uh, i've been saying that other game wrong it's not we are billions it's they are billions um right. but like taking that idea and then expanding it by having like a co-op mode is really interesting um yeah it does things that are a bit different from that game like they are billions the whole concept of it is like it's a like a zombie invasion and so you're building mm. up this enormous base and what happens is if you get like one zombie through your defenses it's like catastrophic it just completely ruins your entire base because they um they like infest one of your buildings and then they multiply extremely quickly 
and all of a sudden things just start getting out of control and unless you've really got a grasp on how to solve that like you, your game could be done in a matter of seconds whereas this game it doesn't seem to do it that way it's more of like it doesn't matter at all yeah it doesn't really matter it's just like <laughs> guys coming and hitting your buildings and like oh well I'll send a, a, a unit of army men over and deal with that holy fuck so, they are billions is 42 dollars is it yes yeah it's um they are billions is it's very good it's more expensive than Conan Uncocked yeah <laughs> you could probably find it cheaper somewhere else yeah fuck a duck that's insane yeah um and I think the art style in They Are Billions is better better looking it's also still in early access oh, as far as I Conan is fucking ugly as sin man yeah it is an ugly fucking game yeah Eesh. uh yeah I don't know about well I haven't played They Are Billions but having a squizzed it now and it, yeah it's definitely a more appealing art style it's it's a bit like it has an art style as opposed to yeah some sort of unity uh prefab desert scenario bullshit which uh conan appears to be mm. yeah uh yeah i'm not paying 42 dollars for that i'll be willing to say yeah um but like i feel like it's got some potential like it just needs like a lot of work um, but a fucking ton, man. Yeah, a fucking ton. But that I that core idea of like what they are billions does is really good. It's I've played about yeah. ten hours of they are billions, um, and I really liked it. And that was a while back when it first hit early access, uh, which is what this game is based off of. So um, yeah, yeah, like mm. I like the way that that game is that executes it better. Um, this whole notion of like just one zombie can completely fuck up your base um, yeah. is really cool and sort of like going out like Conan does it as well like sending out units to explore the area and um, getting more resources and destroying like monster dens which stops them from spawning and whatnot. Um, so it does a bit of that sort of stuff as well it looks like but it's just overall from what I played in They Are Billions way back is executed uh, a lot better even the tutorial stuff I feel like is um, is easy easier to grasp or maybe I maybe it didn't even have a tutorial back then it could have just been people were just playing it and watching YouTube videos but um, I I enjoy that uh, that genre so yeah right yeah um, but this this game I was like yeah I, I did that first mission that it kind of throws at you and it's that thing of well I've played this game elsewhere and I think they do it better so why yeah. am I playing this <laughs> um, yeah. the only appeal to me would be the co-op stuff that sounds interesting it's, at least it's pretty goofy yeah yeah alright yep. that's uh, Conan yep. Unconquered it's available on Steam Steam yeah yep there you go uh, Void Bastards you been playing more of this I fuck yes I have holy shit I started playing it what do you reckon it is not clicking with me. You're fucking high, cunt. Um, End this podcast. It's over. I, uh... So, if, if people weren't listening last week, Void Bastards is a first-person roguelike game where you're, um... You're, you're going from ship to ship in a star map and collecting resources and sort of building up this character. When you die, you 
respawn as a brand new character but everything that you've collected from that other character sort of stays on persists so you're going through and collecting upgrades and getting new weapons and and things to sort of help you survive as you get through the game um i don't like the shooting i think the shooting's fucking terrible in the game i think it's so it's really bad i think you're talking about it last week where you felt like it was doing something weird with the um like the hit scan stuff or there like is you felt like it you isn't, to stop it isn't to hit things? it isn't like there's a tiny your crosshair right is not it doesn't meet at the middle and there is a tiny amount of space right and it is possible over a great enough distance for you to fucking whiff a shot that you would really prefer to not sure whiff oh yeah uh it seems like the the are like the the recall pattern whatever the fuck you want to call it yeah is sort of right, in that spread. square <laughs> yeah um anyway i just don't yes. like the shooting i think it's I don't know it's something about it. I just don't like it at all. Um, You're wrong. The um, the sort of like RNGness of it as well. Of you can kind of just get screwed over by your your bad uh, traits can be a problem sometimes. Um, I've done like you can manage all that oh my god my second playthrough was just like alright well I'm out of ammo I can't really do anything cause you can't like it's not like you can melee or like stealthy way through giant areas and like sneak up behind someone and like fucking melee them out you just gotta run around and basically I just do, grab shit I do miss the ability like I do think the game would be significantly better if you could stealth people yeah like if stealth was an option uh, but I don't think it's that big a deal. Um, yeah, so I ran out of ammo in my second playthrough. I'm at the point now where I've got a bunch of ammo for my two main or two guns that I'm using. Oh, I'm like two, three hours in at this stage. Um, but yeah, it's starting. It's definitely starting to like get some momentum in the game. Um, but I just like I just don't like the shooting, and I think the shooting's bad. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like. I found I find uh, that uh, I was for a long time only using a couple of weapons. Um, I was using the what was it like the pistol, the needle gun, and the zapper. Is the zapper still- the one that disables electronics? Yes, and stuns other things. Yep. Uh, I still take the zapper every single time. Uh, it is my it's locked in it's uh like it's just too good on a map like on on any map against security because you can just one shot stun it. stun it yeah and then or like you can't you don't one shot um the turrets but you can stun them and then just run away or run past them you spend seven credits and you make them your own hmm. and uh it can be a huge fucking game changer on certain maps um on the other hand, uh, the other weapons, yeah, I, I definitely branched out quite a lot depending on the situation now. Um, and I found that that's really helpful. There's a shotgun, the stapler. Uh, I got the stapler. Fucking, it feels really good. Uh, once you get it up to, once you get it maxed out, it feels like a, an awesome, it's a really good shotgun. Um, it's particularly useful against 
Uh, now that I'm down at like depth five, I come up against right. uh, these swarm things in patience um, that tend to fuck my shit up uh, quite quickly. Uh, but the stapler can, like, the spread on it's enough that it can take out a, a, quite a few of them at once. So it'll take me about three shots to do them. Right. But it's also good enough to headshot, kill a lot of stuff in one go um so yeah the shotgun winds up being really useful i've got the fully upgraded pistol that is fantastic if i don't have any swarms of things on a map i'll usually take that just because it's really really useful against like you want to be able to take out the peepers the fucking cameras that um call in the sec bots right uh and then yeah still take the, the zapper every single time um yeah like that kind of stuff has uh like really changed the way that I look at the shooting, mm. um, but also too I don't really want to shoot anything ever. Uh, like to me, it's not even, it's not a game about shooting. Like half the time, I'm not. I'm literally just running uh, because it's a resource. Every bit of ammo you've got is a resource that. You so desperately can't afford to fucking lose. Yeah. Like that... The amount of times now that I... I've died like the last three deaths have been to fucking pirates. Um, but the last one in particular st- stung because it was on a fucking... I would have gotten away with it, but it was on a fucking... Like power outage ship. Mm. Uh, it had like random power outages. Right. Uh, and so I got into the fucking pirate hook thing that you have to destroy. And then I got out and I was on my way back to the fucking airlock to get away. Uh, and I ran, uh, the power went out. So I had to then go back in deep on this fucking ship to go find the fucking power station to then turn the fucking power back on. And so I basically had to fight my way through shit, but I can't do enough damage against pirates to... So I I basically had to run through and punt everything in my way as fast as humanly possible. And I would have fucking gotten out... I would have gotten back to the airlock. If it wasn't uh, for you pesky kids. If it wasn't for those pesky kids. It (laughs) actually was hardened juves. Uh, like yelling at me being a wanker but there were fucking like six of them they'd been spawning in the room just past like just before the fucking airlock yeah so there were, like six of these little cunts in this room running around being like who are you wanker and uh yeah there were six of them in this fucking one room there's a pirate on my tail I'm piss bolting I'm like straight up I've, I'm not even trying to shoot them anymore because I'm out of fucking ammo uh my literal only plan is to piss bolt back to the thing. I have 2,000 base health at this point, but I was down to fucking, like, 150. But I got into this room, and there were just way too fucking many of them. And I, all I could think of is if I hadn't spent my other other ship encounters, like, going and killing things when I just didn't need to, then I would have had enough ammo in this situation. And I just didn't. And I couldn't couldn't live and I died hmm. it was a bummer so now the only time I, sh- I kill things uh, essentially is if uh, I'm on a ship where citizens drop 
uh, credits. I'll kill every motherfucker on that ship. Um, or... Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I, I don't kill things otherwise. I just run away. Um, yeah, I, I don't shoot at all, man. But I like I don't I don't have a problem with the shooting. So yeah, that's that's a big part of it. I, I don't man. I fucking love it. It takes up so much of my time. I'm repeatedly jumping in for a quick sesh where I'll just be like, I'll just do one ship, and then I will have a look at the next ship on the horizon. I'll be like, hmm. Well, I gotta go there. Obviously, I gotta, I gotta check that ship out. Right, uh, and away I go. So, uh, like, and then three hours later, I haven't done any fucking work for the morning, and I'm like, cool. Guess I'm working at fucking eight today. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the the game's currently asking me to go find a, I think it's an ID, an yep. ID card or some shit. Yeah. Um, and it's like on the. It's telling me to go right. Like, at what stage do I start going down Wait, to depths? Want, like, what does that do? What do depths do? Just dip more gear? Uh, you get to uh, where you're at the moment, you'll have sort of garbage. Uh, but if you want to, like, get the top tier pistol, you'll need, like, items that you'll only find in depth five. Right. Uh, eventually, you'll make a, a thing that allows you to search for the next item. So you'll get like a the ability to go into search mode and you'll click on what you want to build. I've got next. like a locator, part locator yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. Part locator, yeah. But the game's uh, telling me to go find a I think it was a line printer and ID card and I got the printer. Yeah, so you can do the you can do the part searcher whenever you want though. Yeah. And that can inform the path you you actually wind up taking. Um, so if you you need it's a bad example because I'm pretty sure you're not up to it yet, but if you need a drill to build something, a drill something that I need at the moment, right? Uh, so you click on the thing you want to build that needs a drill, and mm. it will point out where the next drill is, right? Yeah. And if if you can swing it, then you will ideally go get your line printer, right, via a path that takes you through the drill, right? Right. And if that path happens to take you all the way down to fucking level five or depth five, then that's where you'll have to fucking go. But right. uh, if it doesn't, then you've got no reason to go down there. And the game's pretty good about like not dragging you into places where you're just not really equipped for. Yep. Right? Like you down in depth five, you can't fucking. I don't know how much health you have at the moment, but I believe it's fucking. I got like four hundred. Yeah. Well, 500. Uh, it's 500. And you'll cop, like, fucking a good third of your health per hit in depth five. But f- for where I'm at, for my current situation, it's it's only a... a still a pretty hairy chunk, but it's not the worst fucking thing in the world. Mm. Um, yeah, like, it would you would you would die pretty quick right. in depth five. Um, uh, yeah, if you haven't upgraded your health enough. Uh, yeah, it, the enemies get tougher and a lot of the things that, a lot of the tricks that you use, uh, disappear as well. Like, uh, for those, uh, tourists, friendly tourists, you know, the ones, the little blobs. Yep. 
and they're like, "Excuse me, Mister." And they explode. Uh, and they'll just sort of, and then they'll explode. Yeah, but you can take out like six of them at once if you just fucking pop them, right? Yeah. Like pop them from a distance. You can take out six at once, easy peasy. Uh, later on, they when they explode, they leave like radiation. Okay, a radiation pool. So you need to, you can't just pop them wherever the fuck they are because if they're standing in a doorway, you're still going to cop damage running through the radiation. So you're going to fucking manage that shit. Um, where are scribes? The scribes wind up being pretty fucking tricky uh, once they become Zex. Zek is the f- fully evolved version of the scribe, I guess. Because they got this big fucking shield. Uh, and they shoot fucking like laser cannons and shit and they fucking yep. they fuck your shit up they're, they're Harry's balls uh, yeah like that's what happens when you get to lower depths is everything gets fucking scarier way scarier I still sit here wondering how the game would go with a different with a scarier fucking art style without the innate humour in the voice acting and stuff because sure. everything is kind of it's deliberately goofy yeah. Right. And I really, I do super appreciate it uh, for its goofiness. But yeah, it does make me wonder. Like, I did a, yeah, I did that, that fucking ship that had no lights. And it was the fucking scariest shit I'd done. Like, it was just fucking, what's going on? I think I saw one of them. I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I'll just fly Dude. past this one. But it's, it's actually like, it's almost worth the risk half the time to do those ones because uh, most other things can't see you from that like they're at the same fucking right okay disadvantage that, that you are so yeah like you can actually get away with some extra shit on a dark dark ship it's just you don't always know what you're running into but yeah like the the getting fucked by your uh, traits your uh, negative traits mm. isn't that big a deal because you can manage that shit like you manage that RNG pretty quickly by finding a ship that allows you to change your traits uh, you can like it's totally worth every time I see one of those ships now I will put money into it put credits into it to re-up and get another trait and I always unless I've got a negative trait I will always get a new like add to my traits I won't like replace a trait with something else I'll always get something else can't you only uh, have I, three uh, at a time I don't think so oh, you can have more than three I think so oh okay alright I think I'm limited I haven't checked unless I unless I died and thought I had more traits I don't know because I got to um, three and then I tried to replace a bunch and it kept just replacing over the top of another one. Oh no the the thing has so it's got the three options on the on the machine yeah and usually the way it goes is replace a bad one replace a good one or add a new one is the way it's gone for me or maybe maybe the RNG maybe that's RNG and it, the RNG gets better the deeper you are I don't know um, what I have? I had a trait where I screamed every time I got loot. The Yahoo trait. So I was like, Yahoo! Every time I fucking found some loot. Uh, got me in quite the fucking jam. That was pretty good. Uh, like, just fucking powering through. I got to a ship. And 
I the literally the only reason I went on this fucking ship was because I needed fuel. I was one hundred percent out of fuel, mm. uh, and so if you're out of fuel, you sort of drift to the next place, and you cop like three fucking food. Oh, okay. Uh, on you on your next journey, mm. um, you can fully heal back up, which is cool, because um, you'll get like fuck tons of heals out of the, all the food you're eating but it's not the most efficient way to go out things so I, I drift over to the next thing and uh i land there i'm like okay i'm getting fuel and i'm getting the fuck out run through this fucking ship as fast as i can get to the ftl bay grab a fuel canister and yahoo and uh it was like a screw ship right and it seemed like every fucking screw on this fucking ship hood because they all lost their shit and they were like I had to use I think it was like six fucking stunners just to fucking stun my way out of this fucking ship it was like stun run stun run fucking every single turn, corner I turned there was another fucking screw there mm. it was very fucking scary but good fun um yeah, like that's I don't know. That's what I like about it is that mitigation, that RNG mitigation. It's just it's a really really good gameplay loop. Yeah, and I think that's where I got fucked over at the start. Is that I had my first dude was like he coughs all the time. Um, oh yeah, and yeah. then the, the the first like or second place that I went to was like there's smoke everywhere, and then I just ran out of ammo and I couldn't do anything. So I got to the point where I'm like I can't, like I literally can't do anything. It's it's fucked. That's pretty good. Um, but I'm at a point now where I've got like two guns. So, you know, I'm picking up all the shotgun ammo and then I've got enough ammo for that gun. So I switch to the pistol and sort of alternate every once yep. in a while. So I'm on a bit, a bit of a, like a, a, like a bit of a run at the moment. Um, yeah. But yeah, those initial... That's when it started to click for me as well. Couple, like that. Yeah. yeah, you go on a bit of a run and you start to like... It all starts to click together and you start to really get that... the What the game is going for. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so I guess once once I've done this ID card thing, it gives me another objective to go to and that'll start sort of pushing me down into other depths. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you can still go back up. Yeah. Uh, if you want. And you can go back up. You can... Uh, you can literally just make the parts you need. Yeah. For your... Sh- like for whatever it's telling you to make I've done that a couple of times uh, just because you like the ship you get to the ship um, and I got to the ship and it was trusty screws mm. uh, some trusty screws and and some Zex and then I got on the ship and the power was out uh, and there was no helm mm. And if there's no helm, you can't go to the fucking data computer to work out where all the items are, yeah. all the loot is on the ship. Yeah. Um, so I like realized I would have to go through every single fucking room of this ship, like looting every single fucking thing until I found what I needed. Uh, and I ran into like one trusty screw and I had the fucking portal gun it uh all security on the ship was disabled so i didn't take the zap gun uh so i had the portal gun instead hmm. and so i portaled away this trusty screw 
and uh, continued through the ship. Uh, and yeah, there was there was just way too many screws. I'm like, I can't, I can't. Like, I got the power back on, and I'm like, I can't fucking search every fucking room on this thing. It is insane. Like, I must have been down to, like, 300 health. I'm like, I'm 100% going to die. My choices here are, like, see what I can get and die, or just fucking bail on this stupid fucking ship. So I bailed on that stupid fucking ship, and when (laughs) I got out, uh, I had the resources to make the last part of this fucking thing I need to make, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll just make it. Screw it. Yeah. And yeah, like it worked. It, it worked fine. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good that you've got multiple ways to solve that problem. And the other thing is that uh, a lot of the things when you're trying to make your line printer or whatever the fuck, a lot of the stuff in your upgrade panel hmm. also uses that as well. So you want to have multiples anyway. You know, you want to. You sort of you're like okay well if i have to create the line printer then i'm not gonna be able to upgrade my whatever so that's that's the payoff mm-hmm. you know uh whereas if i find one organically i can then create another one and upgrade and you know everything I, i've got two levels of moving my character forward yeah but Sometimes you just don't have a fucking choice. You just get fucking boned. Um, yeah, that's good. I like, I like, like, I, I, I think it's still, it's awesome that you still feel like a complete success even when you run screaming from a fucking ship. And I've run screaming from a number of ships. Yeah. Good times, cool. good times. I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. All right. Void Bastards out now on Steam. Steam. Yeah. Get it. Uh, I've seen people talking about it on our Discord. People like it. It's awesome. Yep. Nice. Cool. All right. Should we do some news and then some E3 predictions? Uh, yes. Yeah. I figured we uh, maybe just sort of jam some of these together because there's a lot of E3 stuff in the news. Um, so moving on to Call of Duty Modern Warfare has been announced, <laughs> I guess. Um, so we talked about this last week. The The reveal was, I think, the night after we recorded. Um, there was a lot of rumors going around that it was going to be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That turned out to be true. And then the launch trailer dropped. And um, sure looks like Call of Duty. There's not really... I mean, not really much else to talk about. I think the one thing it they looks said, like super like Call of Duty, yeah. Like, like is this a reboot or a remake? Because you remade fucking Call of Duty for Modern Warfare just a couple of fucking you know, HD remastered that shit just a little while ago. So I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if you can remake it again so soon. That's kind of. Yeah, like Captain Price is back or whatever. Yeah. Uh, who I've never really been that attached to. He is like a badass, but like, eh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, apparently the big changes are in multiplayer. Yeah. Yes. People I've talked to have said that the multiplayer is revolutionary. And I know that we've seen confirmed now that, you know, they've got 
cross-platform uh, multiplayer. Cross-platform user. across PC and consoles. Yeah, including PC, although apparently it will matchmake you based on skill your preferences your preferences of control right so if you choose to opt out of being matched up against keyboard players on console then you won't wind up playing against pc players but yeah yeah a uh, new engine which has been apparently in the works for quite a while um no season pass i think is the biggest one here this is something i complained about with uh, with blackout um oh, sorry black ops um, in particular that affected things like Blackout and the other you know multiplayer modes because it really segregated the community from like sort of fragmented who had yeah. what and who didn't um, we saw Battlefield sort of go away from that last year and uh, it's good to see Call of Duty doing the same thing I mean it's it's yeah it's it seems like it's the future right it's the only way forward now so it's got to happen that way. But yeah. Um, apparently the fucking... I'm, I'm hanging out to see more of the multiplayer. Because apparently it's the fucking tits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, it's going to have a single player campaign this time around. Which Black, o- Black Ops didn't. Apparently it's going to do some no Russian type stuff. But I don't care too much. I will believe it when i see it yep. uh at this point i assume it's going to be the same old tired half-assed like second-rate dollar store tom clancy bullshit yeah. yeah um so yeah like you i'm excited to see what they talk about for multiplayer um interested to see what they talk about with the future of blackout in particular like what are they doing with that mm. uh, i think everybody knows our feelings on on uh on battle rail games <laughs> that that uh, you have to pay for, um, yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. But I'm excited to see more. Obviously, I think Call of Duty was in both of our lists top five last year, which yeah. is um, the first for a while. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Moving on, some more E3 news. Watch Dogs Three was leaked and then confirmed. Um, mm. Where did this leak originate from? Was it a retailer? Uh, this one... No, I think... I don't know. Maybe? I didn't see the fucking Genesis. I know Splinter Cell was a retailer leak. Yeah. I don't know about this one. Uh, let me have a quick look. Find some details. Anyway, it's going to be called Watch Dogs Legion. Um, mm. So it sounds like it won't be Watch Dogs or Watch underscore Dogs 3. Um, Watch Dogs Legion and the original listing was on Amazon UK so that's where it was outed and then eventually the Watch Dogs Twitter account said uh, they put a post up that said God save the NPCs reveal at E3 Um, the reasoning behind the NPCs thing was that the description or at least some of the, the rumors were that you'll be able to play as NPCs will like take control of NPCs which we're not sure how that's going to work um, no whether that like I guess Watch Dogs 1 and 2 did some really interesting things with, with um, multiplayer sort of like a, a Dark Souls-esque invasion system where you could jump into other people's games and uh, kind of fuck with them 
Um, like you'd hack yeah. them and then all of a sudden you'd have to find like who this person is and they generally look like an NPC. So not really sure if they're talking about evolving that concept or exactly like, are you just not a character this time around? Are you a bunch of people? Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to find out. I'm excited. I liked Watch Dogs 1 and 2. I know I got a lot of flack. I I burnt out on 2 real quick, although I've heard it's been fixed. Right. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head what I didn't like about it. All I know is that I had a really fucking deep conversation with some fucking Watch Dogs fanboy who was like, nah, that's been fixed. That's been fixed. That's, like Everything you hate about it has been fixed. You should go back and play it. Yeah. I'm like, I totally will. And then I totally didn't. So I just remember playing a bunch with Nate as well. I think we jumped in a co-op and fucked around for a bit. Um, I think it was Nate. We were like driving on a bus and like people were standing on top of the bus. Just like crazy things like that. Like obviously the expectations for for the original Watch Dogs were really high coming out of that initial press conference with the, um, you know, next generation game and it not really living up to that hype. Um, but I didn't not like the games. I thought I still had fun with them. They they weren't like a uh, you know a a God of War level, um, Uncharted level tier type game. You know what uh, Witcher three that sort of thing. But I still I still enjoyed playing them. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely keen to see like what this is. Um, so yeah, it's going to be set in a post Brexit London. And we'll find out a bit more um, next week, I guess, or this weekend. Next week. Yeah, next week. I think it's like Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. Anyway, I'm definitely keen to see more. Mm. Well, what else do we have here? Uh, Kojima (laughs) has talked about Death Stranding. Did you see this tweet? He went into detail. I don't know. I don't know if you call it detail, but he talked about like what genre Death Stranding is. Um, Because there seems to be, I don't know, some confusion about what that game is. And I I don't know how anyone could be confused about, like, what Death Stranding is. It seems pretty clear to me um, what that game is. Oh, Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. It's easy. (laughs) Everyone knows. In case anybody was confused, here is what Kojima said. (laughs) He says, as I'm getting similar questions, so I shall repost. This is from his Twitter. Um, Mm. Death Stranding is not a stealth game Mm. could move subjectively but not a FPS shooting game either no yeah of course Um, I think there's a bit of translation stuff going on here but anyway totally by incorporating with the concept of connection in brackets strand it's totally brand new genre called action game slash strand game and then in brackets Social strand system. Action game slash strand game. What is there Action to be confused game slash about strand game social strand system? It makes sense. It's perfectly it, acceptable what he's talking about here. There's nothing unclear about that. People need to let it go. Yep. Uh, we all know what he means. It's very obvious. It's, uh, it's good of you to bring it up. Yeah. Now that we can all agree. I'm looking forward to the onslaught of strand games uh, in the next couple of years. People like oh, yeah. jumping on there. It's the next battle royale. It is the next battle royale. We are going to be inundated with strand game 
social strand game. Strand Royale is the one I'm looking forward. Strand social strand system. I meant to say, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fucking crazy how many we see so like if people are still unclear can you just talk a bit about social strand games for a little bit me yeah no i don't think I will. okay Fair i'd prefer to not <laughs> you you want to keep the illusion um i like i don't i think it's so fundamental it's so simple that any explanation i could give would only serve to confuse people mm. Because I would only muddy the waters. Yes. You know, it is it's so already apparent. Right. That, uh, yeah, any more information would, yeah, just muddy the waters. It would stir, stir up the froth. I don't like that word, froth. Anyway, uh, yeah. Do you think he's taking the piss at this point? I don't think so. <laughs> is he, like, legit? So. He's one hundred. He's super legit. Yeah, okay. I believe. Yeah, <laughs> he's one hundred percent serious. He's one hundred percent serious. Uh, it's good marketing though, because I don't know what the game is. So, uh, hang on. He's got another tweet. Oh, did he just update it? One hour ago, the name of the new genre is not made by the creator, but it comes after. I know that, but I just like to name it as I did in my past titles. Calling it as Social Strand System is similar case when I called Tactical Espionage Action before it was categorized as Stealth Games. Fair enough. Makes sense. Makes sense to me. It's just, it's just his favorite name for it. He's on point once again. Yeah. Perfect. It's <laughs> great. What else we, we got? We can move on. Um, I guess, yeah, more on that next week. No, not next week. I mean, unless they're on a fucking some other stage somewhere. I don't no. know that's going to happen. Google St- Stadia? Stadia? Yeah, probably not. Uh, this one we talked about last week, Borderlands 2 DLC is all but confirmed. Um, this was the, uh, I think, the rumored um, sort of branching story between Borderlands 2 and 3. It was going to be... Um, uh, like a free DLC that sort of linked those two games. Uh, the rumor was last week this was coming out around E3 or dropping E3 week. And uh, today there was a, a Steam store page that accidentally seems like it went up too early and has all but confirmed that is indeed true. Yep. Um, so my question to you is, have you installed Borderlands or uh, have I you deleted to- Borderlands? Uh, I was going to install it uh, when I saw this update and then I realized we'd have to do the podcast and I didn't want to have a bunch of bandwidth being chewed away by Steam. Right. So I will get it downloading after we finish recording. I think the date was the... uh, Sounds like Monday. So it's it's probably going to be dropping on the... um, I would take a guess. Say we'll probably see this at the Microsoft conference. Or at least oh, yeah. some sort of Borderlands 3 at Microsoft. Uh, and then they'll drop this piece of content and it'll be uh, available to play from there. Um, there was a bunch of screenshots that went up. Lots of like rainbow colored guns and effects. So I'm uh, I'm definitely going to check it out because I like me some Borderlands. So there's that. Uh, what else do we have here? I've lost my page. Here we go. 
Uh, Gears 5 is also uh, leaked in terms of when that's coming out. September 10th. And it is called Gears 5. They just, okay. They've just gone straight with that. Um, this was another store page leak. It seems like stores can't keep their shit together. They're just dropping stuff all over the place. It's it's the it's the time to do it. <laughs> yeah. E3 is the Everyone time saw the Walmart thing with, with Rage and was like, we can do that. We got this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, might as well. Let's go for it. Like, all of those things. Yeah, there we go. Like, all the five... Like, five of those games we talked about were all leaked on store pages within the last week and a half. So, yeah, like, nothing's really sticking. And no surprises at E3, seems like. <laughs> uh, not, there's nothing left to be had except for that Xbox 2 announcement, but whatever. Yeah. You know. um, so, E3's coming up next week. Yeah. What are you excited to see, I guess? What are your predictions we've got here? Predictions, predictions, predictions. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. So, E3, I guess it doesn't exactly start with it, but Google Stadia Connect is on tomorrow morning. Uh, I expect, I predict that I will be thoroughly underwhelmed by whatever they announce. Uh, EA Play is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh and I predict that they will have nothing because if they're going to show anything, it'll be at Xbox. Well, they've already announced like their lineup, right? Of what they're showing. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to announce anything. Something, just... yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Monday from 6 a.m. till 8... Uh, is Xbox. Is Xbox, where they will announce the Xbox 2... Right, and then uh, is that what it's I called? Is it T W O, or is it a two like the number, or is it T double O? What are you going with? Uh, T W O. Okay, T W O in capitals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair That's it. That's it. There's no Xbox. It's just TWO. You don't think they're just going to go Xbox? No. They're just going to go TWO. It's only going to... It's going to be called 2. All right. It's, it's the new hotness. What if it's Xbox with an extra X at the end? What if it's X dash capital B-O-X? The, like what about the box? The box. Yeah. Drop the the... Just box. Just box? It's cleaner. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Uh, any games? on Any launch games? Do you think they're going to have any games for us on the on the Xbox? I think... Um, yeah, I think they're obviously going to show some stuff. Um, I, what's the rumor of the Fable game? I think the last one I saw. Some sort of rumor Fable game. Yeah. Uh, okay. But what's like their big... 30 years. 30 years since uh, this week, since Peter Molyneux's last good game, Populous. <laughs> Got him! He was like, ah, oh, oh, what was that? <laughs> Fuck. How, how are you going to do me like this, Joe? After all the nice things I said about you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're not going to see Halo, right? Because that's, that's, a, yeah. no. that's already been confirmed. This new Halo game. 
We're still going to see Halo. I mean, we, yeah, we're going to see Halo, but it's not. It's just not surprise. Gonna be a surprise. Yeah. Um, but unless it's unless, is it cross gen? Apparently, I believe we will see it being cross gen, like Windows and Xbox. Yeah. No, I mean oh, cross gen Xbox One and Xbox Two. Yeah. Well, I think I think. Well, look, I think it's going to be PC and Xbox. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be cross gen. No. There's no way. This is going to be their fucking. This is going to be their showstopper. This is their system seller, right? And you can't, you can't. So it's not sell it. It's not gears then. The so what's the what's the new? Like what is it? What do they stomp out with? Like Crackdown Four, Halo man. That's what I'm talking. Oh, you about. think Halo it's Halo? Is fucking Halo is their big dick swinging fucking shit. The whole world is still fucking tricked into thinking Halo is good. Yeah, but- so they got to get in while they still can. Mm. Before the fucking world wakes up and realizes Halo hasn't been good for a long time and everything great about Halo has been created by fans time and time again. Yep. Um Yeah, I think yep. we I think we're gonna see Speaking of Halo, hey. Uh I think it's been long enough that I can retell my favorite Halo story, mm. which is when, and, and, and it's also E3 relevant because <laughs> this is about that time that we were at a fucking party at E3, Luke. Yeah. And do you remember we were at a party I at E3? I don't remember this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you were, yeah, you were, you were drinking, I think. I think we probably. just got there. And, uh, yeah, you're probably still drunk. And, um, yeah, you were talking to some dudes who worked at 343 Industries mm. and then you introduced me as the guy who gave Halo whatever a f- four out of ten, yep, yeah, world class, and then, then you I walked, walked away, away and left me in that conversation. <laughs> yep. How'd that go? Truly, the fucking biggest hospital pass I've ever fucking had. Put me straight in Ward Four. I had nothing. Oh yeah, you guys. You enjoying E three? Hey, well, I, I gotta go. Like glug glug glug. Gotta go get a new drink. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, Halo. Good times. Um, yeah. Good, well, times. good times. Thanks, Luke. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I still feel like they're gonna have some sort of surprise to come out with. They they need something like what's what's new that we don't know about to show in this game. Like a new IP. Code or three. No. New new IP, new something. Um like I wouldn't be surprised if we see obviously Cyberpunk on that stage yep. as well. Running on whatever this new hardware is. Yep. And then, you know, obviously a Ubisoft thing. Ubisoft thing. Huh? Whatever you yeah, they're doing. Um but I think it's gonna be a big one from from Microsoft. Absolutely. Uh they bought all those fucking. But that was dev Sure, right? but that wasn't that long ago. Right, but maybe they were. They had some stuff going. Yeah, maybe. Something Minecraft related. Um. That they just did just finish getting rid of any reference to Notch. Yeah. From that shit. Um. What have they got? Ninja Theory. Uh, I don't, I just don't, I don't know. Maybe another Hellblade. People seem to love that, but 
I don't think that's a system seller. Rare. Rare's still trying to drag themselves back out from under Sea of Thieves. Oh, I'm sure we'll uh, see some Sea of Thieves stuff. Oh, of course, but I don't think it's... it's I'm, I'm trying to work out what the big system seller thing is. You know, the big fucking... I don't know. Yeah. Forza. The world ender. There will be definitely some Forza. Uh, we got I think we got to look towards... In Exile, uh, and Obsidian, I guess. Uh, In Exile is working on Wasteland 3 at the moment. That's, like, these aren't, like, In Exile don't make flashy, like, the flashy sorts of games you need for a a launch title. Uh, Obsidian are, they're still working on the Outer Worlds, and they're committed to that. Uh, and they're committed to that not being a um, Xbox exclusive. That was from before that that deal they did or whatever. Uh, so, yeah. Maybe something else, but I think they're still too deep on that. I don't know what they've got, man. Mm. I, got, yeah. I got no idea. I don't know. I'm still holding out for that Ken Levine game. Oh, yeah. that's, uh, that's a So maybe game. that shows up randomly. They, that's been two, two and a half years, maybe three years since they started that studio. They could have something in the pipeline. Um, otherwise, hey, maybe something weird happens and Valve's on stage with fucking Left 4 Dead 4 or whatever it is. Left 4 Dead 3? 3. 3, yeah. yeah. That would be the bananas shit. Um, okay, so then after Microsoft's, Bethesda. We've got Bethesda. They're not announcing anything new. They're not even showing some of the stuff that they've already announced. Mm. So that's going to be dead. And we'll be busy anyway, like morons at some stupid fucking brunch. Um, Devolver. We're going to miss out on the Devolver thing, Luke. I don't know if you fucking, you've really worked all this shit out. <laughs> Maybe. Champ. But uh, <laughs> we're going to have to watch that on fucking, like... We'll get on the TV. It's afterwards fun. on VODs, yeah. which is insane PC gaming show two hours long good god um anything there maybe some new armor stuff or whatever it's hard to tell whatever Cliffy B's working on these days true uh Ubisoft is at 6 on the Tuesday right 6am uh so we know there's gonna be Watch Dogs Legion we know there's gonna be Breakpoint Breakpoint Ghost Recon Breakpoint there's gonna be Splinter Cell yeah yeah, I guess Splinter Cell was one we didn't talk about. Um, yeah, that was just that was a figurine, but it was leaked, and it was for a new Splinter Cell. And immediately so. taken down. Immediately taken down. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's only there. Um, yeah, rumor has it there's one more game. Yeah, that people haven't worked out yet, but I don't know what it is. It's two hours long, so I assume we're going to see. Um, what is it? Uh, that fucking game everyone keeps wanking on about that we're never fucking ever going to see. Beyond Good and Evil. That's it. Yep. It's never. It's, it's never going to happen. Just let it go. Um. Yeah. So there's that. Uh. Yeah. I guess another Just Dance. I assume. Um. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Got do you, you got nothing. You do have something. Or do you want to talk about that? Or I guess you can talk about it. Just don't say how you know. 
No, I've got nothing, Luke. Right. I've got nothing. Okay. Do I have something? I don't think you do, Luke. <laughs> not now that you fucking... Not now that you spoil it everything, you fucking... You, you could have you could have played it subtle like you could have played it subtle like but no you've got nothing either I've got something <laughs> you've got nothing motherfucker we can speculate you can't speculate on shit let's move on Square Enix <laughs> Square Enix yeah is after that and Square Enix has the Avengers game and oh yeah I'm keen for this nothing else of any interest uh, and then on Wednesday there is the Nintendo Direct. So, which will have nothing either. that I care about. No. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. No big... It's 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 such a small fucking E3, in my opinion. Like, yeah. Well, I mean... It, it, yeah, I mean, Microsoft's going to come out with whatever they're doing. Um, I think the fact that Sony's not there is what makes it sort of smallish. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, maybe we'll see some peripheral announcements outside of the the big reveals, mm-hmm. but Microsoft is going to, yeah, they're going to basically walk in and dominate the conversation, I believe. So, yeah. Um, unless, what if, like, would you be surprised if they don't even talk about this new Xbox? I would be unbelievable I'd be fucking floored if they didn't talk about the new Xbox because they have to start the conversation now Sony fucking swired them by getting out in front with the was it the Wall Street Journal New York Times yeah um yeah with their story they're releasing more details so the the coming weekend apparently like there's more stories more previews coming out um like Sony isn't at E3 but they are taking full advantage xbox has an opportunity to just rob them of the reins and sony is basically baiting them at this point uh to do nothing yeah it would be i think i think it i think it'd fucking affect their stock price Hmm. if they didn't announce a new xbox it is all but guaranteed at this point yeah um yeah. so they put something up on social media today which was a, a message that said we invited something new to xbox e3 this year uh oh. i was tossing up between either first party games or <laughs> or a new console sick man <laughs> i just they they launched a new they launched some links as well did you see that yeah I did. Special Xbox links. Did you get some Xbox links? Luke? No, I did not. Neither did I. Yeah, Got it. Not smelly enough. Got it. Yeah, that's the problem with showing up to stuff not smelling all the time. You don't get free fucking links. So upset. Oh, well. Uh, I'll have to buy it when it comes out, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah. I don't know. Any other predictions? Um... No, I'm not sure. I think, um... Other than than the other guess. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's not a guess, motherfucker. (laughs) Just shut up. Well, maybe we'll talk about it next week. We will definitely talk about it next week. 
when it won't fucking get me in fuck tons of trouble. <laughs> yep. All right. I think that's it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to E3. Should be should be exciting. Some exciting games. I want to see. Yeah, uh, I want to see what what, they, what Microsoft's got, especially. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's going to be yeah, it's going to be very interesting, but I think kind of low key. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Should we wrap things up then? Let's do All it. All right. Let's. Um, Oh, do we have any questions? I actually didn't check that. We sure do. Oh. Uh, we had some questions when we recorded, just after we recorded, because we recorded really early last week. Right. Uh, so let's read those out. Racy writes, Looking at the EA lineup, there is a certain game, Anthem, missing. Is this just them smothering it with a pillow in the night? Also, is this the weakest lineup in E3 history? Technically not at E3, but may as well be. And he's got a picture of the streaming on EA.com uh, schedule, which has 9.30, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, 10 a.m., Apex Legends, 10.30 a.m., Battlefield 5, 11 a.m., Esports FIFA, uh, 11.30 a.m., Esports Madden NFL, and 12, uh, The Sims. So basically, I'll, I'll stop watching it 11 a.m., I guess. Because <laughs> uh, I don't care about the rest of it. Um, it is a pretty fucking weak lineup. That's why I think they will have some stuff being announced at E, at Xbox. Um, I think it'll be a good little shocking stinger for them. Uh, as to whether or not Anthem is being smothered with a pillow, I, I believe you would have seen uh, a bunch of people got emails today asking them to join the public test server for Anthem's Cataclysm. Uh, so while they have worked pretty hard to kill uh, any roadmap for Anthem, it does appear that they're still working on mm. it. Uh, one thing I I did was I went back and I had a look at my interview with uh, an- the Anthem producer that I did for Ozgamers, Mike Gamble. And uh, in it, I asked him, I specifically asked him what their commitments, their time commitment to support for Anthem was, uh, which is something, yeah, I went back. I was on top of this shit before it came out, baby. Uh, and I like hammered him on this question. It was, uh, he was not expecting it. Cause I believe he thought everyone was a fucking influencer. And so he was just going to get softball questions. And then he gets like El, El Jobo over here. Like not a real journalist, but not an influencer either. So like some fucking, you know, he's got some fucking sack and, uh, yeah, I'm like, so what's the time commitment for Anthem? And he gave me some wishy-washy answer. And I'm like, Sorry, specifically, what is your time commitment for supporting Anthem? And then he had to give out flat out, we don't have a fixed time frame commitment. So, uh, yeah, if like even before the game came out, they didn't, they wouldn't give any kind of time frames on commit, like on supporting the game. they could smother it with a pillow if they wanted mm. it would be a staggering uh pr move sure. but like a staggeringly bad pr move but at some point it's like that uh scene in um in fight club right where uh they do the cost benefit analysis of uh settling out of court with people whose whose brakes fail mm. You know, like, uh, oh, I've got a car and, and the brakes fail in one in every 10,000. Uh, so if it is more uh, profitable for, for me to settle out of court 
with uh, families of those who die in our cars than it is to issue a recall, then we won't issue a recall we'll let those people die, right? This is probably the same thing. If it's more profitable for them to just let Anthem die in the wind, uh, just drift away into the night, uh, as opposed, and, and cop the PR hit there versus continuing to fix it and never really making back the PR, like the Google that they need, maybe they just let it drift away. I don't know. I don't know. Um... Anyway, good question, Racy. Yep. Uh, and congratulations on finishing Void Bastards. I still haven't finished it. Crusty um, Raven writes: the above. Oh. All right. uh, the above image was more a response to Racy. He's got a picture of a cat sitting on a pillow, and it, the cat's named EA, and the person under the pillow is Anthem. Uh, it is a meme. Mm. I love using podcasts to explain memes and images, guys. So good <laughs> work on them chucking through. as many fucking images on the fucking questions page. Um, anyway, uh, I will still pose a question. Seeing that we have the release of the new AMD chips around the corner, how have you found gaming on an AMD CPU, Joby? Will this see uh, also see Intel bring their pricing more into the real world? Until next time, gents. P.S. I was it wasn't a Starbucks coffee cup. HBO admitted it was a craft services coffee cup. Uh, okay. Um, however, found gaming on an AMD CPU. Probably the worst thing is the endless amounts of shit I get from everyone who knows I got an AMD CPU. Anytime anything goes wrong with a game, uh, they, and by they, I Me. mean Luke, yeah. uh, will blame my AMD CPU. Uh, uh, no, probably the biggest problem is that uh, because it's so focused on uh, utilizing its cores as the primary source of its extra power, games that don't utilize those extra cores get fucking nothing out of it. So uh, that's a bit of a fucking, it's a bit of a dick punch. But uh, in games that actually do it, like do use it, um, didn't put it on the list, but I played the new map in Battlefield Five. It's fucking gorgeous. It's got... Eh, eh, some questionable level design um there's one particular let me just on the far left there's a hill that just turns into a fucking straight up fucking kill fest uh for one side whichever side takes the hill uh from sea on the new map in battlefield can just murder Mm. everyone at the bottom of the hill because they've got infinite high ground and the people down the bottom have fuck all angles um it is such a pain in the dick to bust them out it's super satisfying to take the hill back like a bit of a impromptu uh omaha but at the same time yeah it's it's not i don't think it's very good uh, map design uh and it's cool anyway um though bat like battlefield as an example though is fantastic in my experience of using all the cores so uh, I've never had any problems with Battlefield running awesome. I did have some problems with it chewing up way too much of my fucking memory for no reason. But uh, once I fix that, yeah, like uh, I, I, I think we're gonna see, especially with these new consoles, uh, because of the emphasis that they're going to wind up putting on spreading as much out across a bunch of different cores as possible. Um, 
we're going to start to see uh, multi-core actually get used to its full potential. We've been sitting on the cusp of it for so fucking long now. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's, I think now's the time. Uh, that said, like these new, those new fucking AD, they're totally going to force Intel to start setting reasonable fucking prices again, I think, because they're attractive as fuck. I, like, except for the memes, I don't see why you wouldn't go for a fucking AMD, really. How many times do you uh, crash on Battlefield every time we change maps? No, I don't crash anymore, <laughs> fuckhead. Anymore. That was a memory thing. We went through this. I worked it out. I got to the bottom of it. Sure, sure. It was because I had Chrome open. <laughs> I'd had Chrome open earlier that day, and Chrome was still hogging something 90% of my fucking memory. Right. Yeah, that was all Chrome, baby. Yeah, uh, you know what I did on the weekend? I went to Gabs, the Great Australian Beer Spectacular, uh, which is basically a big shit ton of beer. You drink a shit ton of beer. Mm. I just fuck tons. That was really good fun. I had a good time. Cool. Um, good segue. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's how I do. I'm the Segway King, they tell me. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Right. But I had a new beer called Balta, and I'd never had it before, and it's my new favorite beer. I also had another beer where they gave me a shot of condensed milk mm. as a chaser. Right. So I drank, it was just like a chocolate stout, and then I had to chase it with this condensed milk. And, uh, yeah. And then a dude come up from another table and you all got him. Ah, what's up, condensed milk? Did it taste real salty, you fuck? That was my cum. That's what you're driving, right? No. Just that he got you to drink condensed milk. Ah. What kind of fucking... That's not a trick. Yeah, it is. I would drink that shit from the tube. Like, while you're drinking beer. That's terrible. It was weird, but delicious. Ah, Uh, yeah. All right, that's it. Let's wrap things up. Um... The Gap. You can find us on iTunes. At the moment, you can find us on iTunes. They're getting rid of iTunes, Job. What? Yeah. They're going to split it up into, like, different applications. Oh, God. The Google. The Google fucking gave it. Yeah, that's good. It always works out real well when Google fucks me up and transitions away from, oh, inbox isn't a thing anymore. Go back to Gmail. Oh, we're getting rid of Hangouts. Oh, you'll just have to chat with people some other fucking way. Oh, we're getting rid of this and this. Oh, yeah, we use Allo now instead of Hangouts. Oh, actually, we got rid of Allo. So go back to Hangouts. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Google drives me nuts with that shit. Yeah. So this is a good move from Apple. Good thinking. Uh, would like to buy your $1,000 fucking monitor stands and your $8,000 fucking monitor. All of it makes sense. 6K monitor, I need that. I need that 100%. And uh, you guys are the only geniuses to have thought of thought about it so sweet well you can find us on the podcast app or any podcast app that you got on your mobile device we're on I found us on Google Podcasts did I tell you yeah Yeah, we're on like I said we're on um, podcast apps we're on uh, Google podcast (laughs) apps we are on the whole lot we are on everything Uh, Spotify um, Spotify YouTube uh, when are we going to see royalties from Spotify you know what I'm saying I don't think they play Cash ads money. on podcasts. I have to check. Yeah, so they fucking shouldn't. But yeah, like, 
Come on. Yep. And um, yeah, if you've got some time, please rate and review the show on whatever podcast app you're using. Helps us uh, get more listeners and people you know, get recommended. Hey, you should check this out. It's pretty good. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, if you want to send us questions, you can email us jpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our Discord page, which is thegapodcast.com slash Discord. And uh, you can leave us some questions on there if you want. Or you can jump in and play games. We've got people playing, I guess stuff recently i haven't been in there for like two weeks but good one there's probably people playing stuff right drew is playing the division yeah he is he is he has been it's disgusting yep you know what we gotta get jump jump back into see thieves oh baby want to finish those missions yeah yeah fuck yeah yeah um so yeah jump in there you can have a chat people are still saying all sorts of things there it's good fun um you can find us on social media facebook.com slash ga podcast twitter.com slash ga podcast you also go to our youtube page gapodcast.com slash youtube and that'll bring up a, a screen of us talking right now and you can watch and we'll put videos and things up there of i don't know me playing void bastards oh yeah yeah you being terrible at voice. Me boxes. not shooting anything because I don't have any ammo. Yeah. Joe drinking whiskey. Yeah. Um, so go hit that subscribe like this button. This is McAllen 12, by the way. Yep. 12 year. Yeah. Just talking talking through my whiskeys now. Yeah. That's it. When you leave for San Fran and I have to do this podcast on my own, right? <laughs> that's what this podcast is going to be. Me talking about TV shows. Me talking about movies I've seen. Me talking about the whiskeys I'm drinking at the moment. <laughs> me talking, me doing terrible segues to beer things that I went to. Right? That's the podcast. Uh, once Luke leaves, that's it, right? <laughs> the whole fucking, the whole idea, the whole fucking 10 years of this podcast has been building to me gradually whittling away the members until it's just me yapping about things in my life. Yeah. And that's the end game. And it's not a podcast at that stage. It's just live streaming. Well, constantly. Yeah. Like one, like 100% live streaming. Because mm. I don't want to become a racist. And I think you need to be a racist <laughs> if that is your entire like world is live streaming. So Yeah, maybe. Um, so yeah, you can find us on social media and all those wonderful places. Um, you can go to our website as well, the jpodcast.com. That's got links to all the things we just talked about, including past episodes of this show. If you want to check them out. Um, and that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash GA podcast. Thank you everyone that does that every month. Um, help support the show. We've got a couple of people to thank this week in particular that, um, have been supporting the show for a while, which is Lee S, um, who has managed to up their Patreon subscription from four dollars to eight. Awesome, doubled that, and then Andrew B upped it from four dollars to five. Thanks, Lee. Four to five, awesome. Andrew B. Thanks, Andrew. Yes, and thank you to all our patrons. Obviously, yes, absolutely. Forever, you're all the greatest. Helps us pay the bills and uh, allows us to yes. do more things. We love doing podcasts. And we'd like to do more things, but mm. we need those dollars. You want to? It's true. Yeah, you want to keep Job away from the racist YouTube. This is what you got to do. It's the only way. <laughs> it's the, it's only, the only way to stop. It's him. the only way to stop him. Um, so yeah, thanks everyone that does that. And if you if you can support the show, please do. Don't go out of your way if you you can't. It's cool. You don't have no. to. But we love it. We do. We'd love it if you could. Yeah. And uh, I think that is it. Have you got anything you want to talk about that you've been working on? 
Red Bull wise? Uh, yeah, go check out that auto chess thing that I was talking about. Uh, it's a good read, I think. Uh, it's quite long. I think it's like 2,500 words <laughs> of me just wanking on about auto chess. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Go check that shit out. Cool. Read a really good piece on Medium. Yep. By somebody. Uh, let me see if I can find out who it was. That I, yeah, I think is worth checking out though. Uh, is I'll get there. Give me a sec. Give me one sec. Morgan Jaffet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan. Oh my lord. Uh, Morgan works. Uh, worked like created Hand of Fate he works at Defiance yep. up in Brisbane uh, and uh, he wrote about the importance of um, crediting your influences you know the, the idea that um, like uh, movie directors are always like oh yeah like fucking Quentin Tarantino can't fucking shut the fuck up about all his influences all the movies that have influenced him but game developers you never see game developers talk much about their influences and so he, he decided to dig deep on his influences for Hand of Fate I think it's uh, yeah. it's a really good point because uh, I do that I'd love to see more of it and yeah yeah like just touching on that I, I will sometimes talk to developers for interviews and ask them about like hey yeah. like what other games are you looking at to sort of draw inspiration from for like what they do and I get a lot of people being like oh we're not looking like we're doing something totally new this like alright like some yeah. spewy answer but they just yeah and then you play it and it's fucking yeah yeah doom with pitchforks or something you're like oh, right okay cool yeah mm. nice sure totally new yeah it's kind of ridiculous yeah. but yeah so yeah really good point anyway I tweeted that so you can find that on my twitter cool. at Joby Jojo you can find me twitter.com slash Luke Laurie I'm on the internet that's it I think that's all we got dope um, we'll be back next week for E3 podcast I, I guess we'll probably record later on in the week once everything's sort of wrapped up um, so it might be a bigger show I guess we'll I figure it will be see yes. what happens but I'm excited to see what happens and uh, Hell yeah. we'll be back next week for more of that